Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we'll talk with Tyler Smith, editor for IndieSportsLegends.com and girls basketball coach at Crawfordsville High School. IU women's basketball falls at Iowa, while IU men's basketball wins at Purdue, and IU men's swimming and diving repeats as Big Ten champions. We'll have our high school scoreboard update and look ahead to the week in IU athletics, so let's talk sports, and we'll start with number two, Indiana women's basketball falling at number 6, Iowa, 86-85 before a sold-out Carver-Hawkeye Arena college game day in the house from ESPN. And, of course, the game featured on ESPN lived up to all the expectations as the Hoosiers fall short. Mackenzie Holmes, 21 points. She hits two free throws with 1.4 seconds remaining. Chloe Moore McNeil and Sydney Perry's 18 points. A piece, Grace Berger, 16 points. Yarden Garzone, 14 rebounds, 7 points. But Caitlin Clark hits the buzzer beater to beat IU. She had 34 points, sent the Carver Hawkeye crowd into a frenzy. Kate Martin with 19. Monica Sinano, 13. The Hawkeyes led 40-39 at half. The team's 46 apiece in the second half. The Hoosiers, though, end the regular season 26-2 overall, 16-2 in the Big Ten. They are the number one seed, and they are the outright Big Ten champions since Iowa lost at Maryland last Tuesday night. They will be in the Big Ten quarterfinals as the number one seed, 12-30 on Friday afternoon in Minneapolis. They will take on either ninth seed Michigan State or eighth seed Nebraska. Number 17, Indiana men's basketball lost at Michigan State 80-65 on Tuesday evening. It was the first home game for Michigan State since the tragic mass shooting on their campus February the 13th. IU players, coaches, and staff wore Spartan Strong t-shirts in support. Trace Jackson Davis, 19.7 rebounds. Jalen Hood Shafino, 16 points. Trey Galloway with 11. Tyson Walker led Michigan State with 23. A.J. Hogard, 22 to lead the Spartans. The Spartans led 35-29 half and outscored the Hoosiers 45-36 in the second half. But IU bounces back Saturday night in front of a sold-out Mackey Arena in West Lafayette, beating Purdue 79-71. First win in Mackey since 2013, snapping the seven-game losing skid. And the last sweep of the Boilers as well. Jalen hood Shafino 35 points, a career high. Miller Kopp and Trey Galloway, 13 points apiece. Trace Jackson Davis, 10 points. Zach Eady, 26 points and 16 rebounds. For the Boilers, Fletcher Lawyer added 14 points. It is also the first time that the IU men and women's teams have swept Purdue in the same season since 1982-83. The Hoosiers, 20-9 overall, 11-7 in the Big Ten, hosts Iowa tomorrow night, 7 o'clock on ESPN2, and then Sunday hosts Michigan at 4.30 on CBS. Indiana men's swimming and diving won the Big Ten Championship Saturday night in Ann Arbor, Michigan with a score of 1,595.5 points. 
to 1,290.5 points over Ohio State. It is the second straight season the Hoosiers win the Big Ten Championship, fifth time in seven years and 29th overall. The Hoosiers won 27 medals, 11 individual Big Ten titles, and broke nine pole records in the four-day meet in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So congratulations to the Hoosiers on bringing home another Big Ten Championship. High school sports time. Let's check the local high school scoreboard in the girls basketball state finals at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis Saturday. In Class 1A, Lanesville beats Bessany Christian 60-41 first state title for Lanesville. In Class 2A, Forest Park goes back-to-back beating LaPel 38-37. In Class 3A, Fairfield beats Corden Central 49-42 for their first state championship. And in Class 4A, Bedford North Lawrence beats Fishers 46-42 for the Lady Stars' fifth straight title. In the final week of the regular season for boys basketball, Henryville beat Lighthouse Christian 87-58. Bloomfield beat Bloomington South 63-62. Eastern Green beat Edgewood 49-46 in overtime. Bloomington South beat Northview 83-68. Bloomington North beat New Albany 68-51. In the boys swimming state finals at the IU Natatorium in Indianapolis, Carmel wins the state title with 363 points, Zionsville second with 257, Bloomington North ninth with 84, Bloomington South 13th with 66. In the girls gymnastics sectionals at Franklin Central, Bloomington North wins with a score of 107.375, Bloomington South third 101.850, both advances teams to the regional this Friday at Franklin Central. Edgewood with 10th with a score of 85.775. That is a look at our high school scoreboard. When we come back, we'll talk with Tyler Smith, editor for IndieSportsLegends.com and girls basketball coach at Crawfordsville High School. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. We can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning. Online at CarpetCleaningBrothers.com. This is Indiana University Senior Associate Athletic Director Jeremy Gray, and I listen to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guest, 
He is the editor of IndieSportsLegends.com. He has also completed his fourth season as the girls basketball coach at Crawfordsville High School in Crawfordsville, Indiana. Tyler Smith is my guest. Tyler, it is a pleasure to have you. Thank you for taking the time to join me. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing well. Of course, you know, you're a busy guy. You've got high school basketball just completed. You've got Indie Sports Legends where you cover the Pacers, IU, and Purdue. So let's get into that first. Exactly what is Indie Sports Legends and how long have you been involved with them? For sure. Yeah, I started in 2014. I think the website started in 2012. Cliff Brunt, who now covers the Oklahoma City Thunder for the AP, started this amazing website covering all the Indiana teams, all corners of the state. And uh, he saw some of my stuff. And when he got that job in Oklahoma, gave me an opportunity to take over when I moved back home. I used to live in Florida for a couple of years, came back home and took me all of like five seconds to think about it when he offered it to me. And <laughs> I've uh, been doing it ever since, mostly Pacer coverage, a little bit of IU coverage in there. And then we have some uh, some writers that kind of come come and go for Colts or Purdue or Butler or some other uh, Indiana teams. So it's been a blast. I, I go to most Pacer home games and go to most of the uh, big IU games. Yeah, you and I have been able to sit next to each other up there in the rafters of the where the media are at for IU men's games. Of course, you know, the big one a couple of weeks ago was IU-Purdue at home where the Hoosiers knock off the number one ranked Boilers. You've been going to these games for a long time. Have you seen crazy atmospheres like you did for that IU-Purdue game? I've been going since I was a kid. I know it's loud, but man, it just seemed to be on another level that day. Yeah, that was the the craziest that I have witnessed. A couple of people that have been there longer than me said that Kentucky was a little crazier still. And actually, they said a lot of people said that one of those uh, IU Maryland games when Maryland had a high rank years ago was maybe just as nuts. But yeah, it was really, really cool atmosphere. And and I've been to a couple games at Mackey as well, Purdue and IU. So it was right up there and just a blast to, to see the Hoosiers come out on top to see, you know, some of those some of those crowds come back, if you will. IU basketball, you know, has been kind of under a resurgence with coach Mike Woodson, Trace Jackson Davis having a a banner year. Jalen Hood Shafino is definitely in the conversation for Big Ten freshman of the year. What do do you think of what the Hoosiers have been like so far this year? I think overall it's been pretty successful, maybe not as successful as what some of the predictions or what fans would want. But I think Indiana still has a great opportunity here at the end of the year to get a double buy in the Big Ten Conference Tournament, be a top four or five team. I think they're going to be dangerous uh, in the big dance. I mean, we're looking at maybe four seed, five seed, somewhere in there. Obviously, you know, could they get upset first round? Absolutely. You know, those uh, four thirteen or five twelve matchups are always scary. But I just think with Jackson Davis, Huchifino, and then hopefully getting Xavier Johnson back, that they're going to be battle-tested and ready to uh, make the second weekend. And, you know, it, it takes time uh, to build. You know, it's not something that, that comes overnight for programs. Last year, Woodson checked off a lot of boxes that hadn't been checked, beating Purdue, making the tournament. A couple other teams they hadn't beat, you know, in forever, kind of uh, getting back on the map. So Indiana's been ranked for much of this year, knocking off some big teams. I still don't think they really have a bad loss Every loss has been, you know, warranted in some aspect. So, you know, maybe it's not as high as what fans expected or wanted, but I think they're, especially when you consider the injuries, I think they're 
pretty close to where they should be at this point in the year. Yeah, the Hoosiers have had several injuries. I mean, Trace has missed a couple games with back issues. Race Thompson has been, you know, has missed some games. Logan Duncan is, you know, I battled a sinus infection. He got surgery to correct that, even, even though he doesn't play a lot. So Xavier Johnson's getting ready to come back. Seems like toward the end of the year, all these teams are always beat up. What do you think the key is for IU to still be successful as we finish the Big Ten and going into the postseason? Well, I think they need to find more consistency from their second unit. And, you know, their second unit will will improve when Xavier Johnson does come back, if he does, you know, whether he's coming off the bench or if he comes back to the lineup and, you know, one of the starters goes to that second, you know, second unit. Um, but this is probably my my biggest beef with the team, I guess you could say, uh, for lack of a better word. Every year for the last several years, it seems like they're going to have a deep team, really good second unit. It always looks that way and kind of the non-conference portion of the schedule. And then I don't know what it is. It just seems like the uh, production level falls off. Um, there's guys that play a lot better at home than on the road. They've had just really terrible you know, bench scoring the last several games. So, again, hopefully Johnson helps that, pushing somebody to that second unit, maybe even shrink the rotation a little bit once he's back. To me, you know what you're getting out of TJD and JHS. Uh, those guys are going to bring it. You know what Galloway, Thompson, Cop, you know, you know what their strengths and weaknesses are. But can anybody bring some consistency off the bench to not make TJD do every single thing possible on the basketball court? You know, I think of that that game at Minnesota when it's just like he's doing everything. They need he needs a little bit more help. Even Huchafino is a little inconsistent at times as a freshman. That's expected. Um, but can somebody else take some of the load off of him? That's what it's going to come down to if they want to make a deep run in either tournament. Yeah, that's the biggest key is getting that third score. Of course, you've watched Purdue. We all know about Zach Eady and what he can do. What do you think? Purdue has been ranked top five most of the year, top ten. What do you think they need to do, obviously, besides just keeping Zach Eady out of foul trouble to, to make a deep run? Because like you said with IU, Purdue is known to also get knocked off early on in the tournament. Yeah, they're to me, they're kind of a hard team to predict, much like most of the country is. But my issue with them is they're going to rely very heavily on freshman guards. And when those freshman guards are going up against experienced four or five-year players that have, you know, maybe they've been there before or maybe they're just hungry because they're seniors or fifth-year seniors in those neutral court environments – like that's asking a lot. I mean, you're going to you're going to get a monster performance from Edie. They're deep, they're well coached. I could definitely see them making pretty deep run, but at this point in time, I don't think I would put them in the final four and that's just because of the freshman guards asking so much of them. I think they're great players. They could prove me wrong absolutely and knock down a bunch of threes and look like, you know, they're ready for the moment, but as I look at a bracket, if I was filling it out, I'm like, man, I'm probably going to lean towards some of these hungry teams that have fourth year or fifth year guards as opposed to the freshman guards trying to do it all. Of course, you cover the uh, Pacers as well. Benedict Matherin, rookie. Andrew Nemhard also played in the Rising Stars game. You had Tyrese Halliburton and All-Star. Buddy Heald was in the three-point contest. 
it seems like the Pacers have those pieces in place and they've signed Miles Turner to an extension. What do you think is still missing from this team that's got to get them to that playoff level? I think the future is bright. They're building the right way. We saw a glimpse in the first half of the season what they're capable of. They went 23-18. and 18. Halliburton goes down. They lose a bunch of games. And lately I've been writing and tweeting how that could actually be a blessing in disguise to see some excitement and a glimpse of the future. And now maybe they're uh, on their way towards another high draft pick. And I think they're a couple pieces away. And this upcoming draft is pretty deep. That's an easy opportunity to get one of those two or three pieces that are left. But they really need a good four. And they really need somebody, anybody that can guard a wing. They really don't have much of that. Hopefully a couple of these young guys develop into that. It's a hard league to guard people, especially when you're young. You got some 20 and 21 year olds. But I think, you know, if they had, if this team with this group continued to grow together and they could add a really good four and a really good wing defender, then I think they're ready to make some noise in the top half of the Eastern Conference. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back more with Tyler Smith after this quick timeout, this is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkins and on the South Central Indiana News Network. I'm injury attorney Matt Lloyd. With an injury claim, don't leave cash on the table by not realizing all the Indiana laws that can help you. The insurance company won't tell you about them, but call me for a free consultation to learn all the important steps to get the best settlement. Call or text 812-333-MATT or go online to myinjurycase.com. Let's join forces and fight for a settlement that makes sense for you. 812-333-MATT. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. You're listening to Talkin' Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. My guest, Tyler Smith, editor of IndieSportsLegends.com and the head girls basketball coach at Crawfordsville High School in Crawfordsville, Indiana. Tyler, of course, we were talking about IU, Purdue, and the Pacers. Your website, IndieSportsLegends.com. You guys also sell t-shirts. Pacers, IU, Purdue, Colts. I love the IU t-shirt you guys have, so fill me in on what the t-shirts are. Yeah, we have a, a partnership with Obvious Shirts, which is a huge brand that really, I think 2016 is when they started and they became a household name with the Chicago Cub shirts. They really, I mean, the business is incredible. You know, I've been talking with them for a couple of years about doing an indie sports collection and we finally were able to uh, partner up. So yeah, some of those ideas are mine, which is awesome to see people post about them. But their whole brand is words on shirts, either funny sayings or cool things that make people question like, oh, I love that. Or even what does that mean? And it makes them go to the site and look it up. So we got one that just simply says the movie is not called Boilers. 
which is a lot of fun. You, you see people's reaction. I went to the IU Purdue women's game at Mackey and just to see the Purdue fans looks on their faces. Some of them were laughing. Some of them were upset and it was pretty funny to look at, but we got one called uh one that says dusty banners are better than no banners. So another little dig for fun at Purdue. Now there is a Purdue shirt as well. One that says the official basketball team of Indiana. So it's kind of a back and forth. The website has all sorts of shirts and, we got one that says, I miss Peyton uh, for Colts. We've got a lot of Pacer ones. One of my favorite designs, zero plus double zero equals the emoji 100, which I know the math doesn't check out, but zero is Halliburton's number, double zero is Matherin. So you got that going on. Then there's one that says, boom, baby, which is the, the uh, zeros or yeah, the uh, O's are zeros for Matherin's number. So all kinds of shirts that you can go to obviousshirts.com or the direct link. If you go to my uh, Twitter you can go to my link tree and see where the direct link for all of those shirts are. So it's been a blast. Uh, we actually, we have a Terry Morin one coming here soon. So looking forward to release that one into the world soon. You mentioned the fact that you were at the IU Purdue women's game up at Mackey, a sold out house up there. Also the IU women's Purdue game here, sold out house. What do you think about what women's basketball in the state of Indiana and especially IU women now winning the big 10 title has meant to because you coach girls basketball you took your team up there to Purdue what what does that mean to you and to the to the girls getting to see the success of college basketball in this state it's incredible and I'm I'm excited too for for our girls that you know Purdue themselves are kind of on the up and up they were getting votes to be ranked and they look to be on the right track as well but it's really important for girls uh, in this state just to see, you know, the excitement, to see that kind of level, the commitment, the coaching, the dedication of those girls and those teams. And man, I, I don't know who's going to stop the IU girls. I think we're looking at, always could be wrong, the tournament's wild, but I think we're looking at minimum a Final Four appearance. And that's incredible to think about when they win the Big Ten for the first time in 40 years. And it's still like, yeah, that's just part one. You know, it's obviously a, a big cost for celebration, but it's like, we got bigger fish to fry. Let's keep going. So I think, hope the tournament just gets here soon and there's no injuries because, man, I think they're ready to take on anybody. Well, and they're going to host two games in the NCAA tournament. They did that for the first time last year, but this year they're going to be a presumed number one seed. So the crowds are going to get bigger and bigger for IU basketball. And, of course, March is always the uh, favorite time of month. Switching gears, of course, you've – Completed your fourth season as a girls coach at Crawfordsville High School. That's your alma mater. You've had some struggles in your four years, but just talk about how you got that job and kind of the opportunity you have to be a girls head coach and balance all this other stuff that you have going on. Yeah, well, I'm from here. My alma mater is actually the rival school, South Montgomery. But when I came back, I did a little bit of coaching here and then in Florida I was actually in Brownsburg basketball program for a while. You know, the year after Gordon Hayward, I was helping with middle school. That's kind of where I got my start. Then I did a lot of middle school boys. I did high school girls for a year in Florida. Moved back home, was at Southmont Middle School for a while. Started helping with Crawfordsville softball and then Crawfordsville Middle School. And then uh, the opening came available. And I knew that the program was really in a tough place. I knew what I was getting into, taking over. Actually, the the four years before our coaching staff took over, they had only 11 wins in those previous four years. <laughs> so 
we've been able to get, I think, 26 wins in our four years. So we're slow build. We have a tough schedule, tough conference. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a blast. I mean, I love every second of it, working with the team, seeing our girls improve, trying to scratch and claw out every win we can possibly get in a tough schedule. Really rewarding. You know, coaching can be stressful, but it's also very life-giving and just what you are able to witness and the memories you make is awesome. We are able to, this, this past year, we lost uh, four seniors, an all-conference player, and we're able to still kind of maintain, you know, a decent number of wins for what the program has seen. So absolute blast. Look forward to continue doing it. They talk about building a feeder. You know, you have to, to be a successful team, you got to build a feeder system and it starts from the bottom up. How have you been able to do that at Crawfordsville? It's a challenge. I mean, uh, especially around here, you know, you mentioned the IU and Purdue, the women's, hopefully that will bring some more excitement to the, the younger levels. Right now where we're at, some good talent, much younger level to look forward to, but the middle school level is still a challenge. So we don't have a ton coming up at this moment, but we're going to do everything we can to, to build up what we do have. Actually, after our talk today, I'm going to uh, help our eighth grade practice a little bit and get to know those girls. And so that that's another thing that's just a lot of fun to uh, try to be someone who can raise the floor. You know, you'd love to think about a program that has like these high ceilings and these, you know, championship level moments, but we also as coaches want to raise the floor with, uh, you know, develop players, you know, take them to to new heights. So again, a lot of fun, you know, we'll, we'll keep building. It's one of my favorite parts of it is that, you know, the work never stops, the grind never stops. You just keep going and try to raise the floor of the program and see what you can do. What is your favorite high school gym in Indiana that you've either played at, coached at, or just gone and watched a game at? Obviously, the the Hickory Gym, I've been there and it's fun. But I think I like Frankfurt's Gym where Blue Chips was filmed. Uh, We had a chance to play there uh, in our last regular season game. You know, I tell the girls that Shaq played here. And of course, some of them are like, who is that? (laughs) And some are like, oh, I know Shaq. Yeah. Greencastle, I like that gym quite a bit. You see a ton. Is it the, trying to think of the big one. Is it Logan's Port or is that, is that what I'm thinking of? Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah. Yeah. Yep. New, Newcastle, yes. where the Hall of Fame's at. Yep. Yeah, it's cool to, to think of, you know, what, like five of the top, you know, seven gyms are in, in Indiana as far as seating and capacity. And yeah, it's, it's quite a difference. I, I can tell you from coaching in Florida, where the highest level teams kind of get like the 1A, 2A crowds. It's quite a difference. Uh, people love their basketball here, but yeah. A lot of great gyms this this weekend. I'm actually going. They're they're playing a a, a classic game in the old Crawfordsville gym, uh, first time since the '90s, I think. So that'll be a fun throwback. I kind of kind of miss some of the gyms that have the Circle Bowl. I wish they'd bring some of those back. Well, Tyler, I appreciate the time. Congratulations on all your success. Appreciate you joining me. I know I'll see you here at another IU men's game soon, as we got a couple games left. And again. Good luck with everything. You got summer ball coming up with your uh, Crawfordsville girls team. So I know that you got a lot to look forward to and the grind never stops. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. My thanks to Tyler Smith for being my guest this week. And be sure to check out www.indiesportslegends.com. Well, in IU Sports tomorrow, baseball hosts Butler 4 p.m. at Bart Kaufman Field on BTN+. Men's basketball hosts Iowa at 7 o'clock on ESPN2. The Big Ten Women's Basketball Tournament starts Wednesday in Minneapolis. 
Two games, 2 o'clock and 4.30 on the Big Ten Network. Thursday is the second round in Minneapolis, 12.30, 3, 6.30, and 9, all games on Big Ten Network. Friday, the Hoosiers play at 12.30 against Michigan State and Nebraska. Then there are three more games at 3, 6.30, and 9. Baseball to East Carolina at 4.30. Softball hosts Purdue Fort Wayne at 5. Men's tennis hosts Princeton at 6. Saturday, wrestling at the Big Ten Championships in Ann Arbor, Michigan. 10 a.m. and 5.30. BTN Plus and Big Ten Network has your coverage. Baseball takes on Georgetown at noon in Greenville, North Carolina. Softball hosts Wisconsin Green Bay at 12.15 at Andy Moore Field. Women's water polo hosts Stanford, 1 o'clock at the Councilman Billingsley Aquatic Center. Big Ten women's basketball semifinals are at 2.30 and 5 on the Big Ten Network. The Hoosiers will play in the first semifinal should they get past Michigan State or Nebraska. Sunday, men's tennis at Yale, 11 a.m. Women's tennis hosts Northwestern at 11 a.m. Baseball takes on Long Beach State in Greenville, North Carolina at 12. Softball hosts Wisconsin at noon and IUPUI at 3 o'clock. Wrestling at the Big Ten Championships in Ann Arbor, 1 and 4.30. BTN Plus and Big Ten Network with your coverage. Men's basketball hosts Michigan, 4.30 on CBS. The Big Ten Women's Basketball Tournament Championship game is at 5 on ESPN. And Men's Golf Monday at the Carlton River Collegiate in Bluffton, South Carolina. Thank you for joining us this evening. Thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jenkinson. Join us throughout the week on social media and every Monday night right here for more Talking Sports. was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.